What's up, party people in the house? We're back. It's Dynasty War Games. I'm your host, Jesse Schneeman. I'm joined, and your game master, host and game master this evening, joined by my co-host and main man, Chad Mendoza. How you doing tonight, Chad? Great. Great, man. Glad to have another guest on, and uh, should be a fun time. Right on. Right on. Well, Mike's still out in the field teaching cadets how to be little army soldiers. So we brought in his place. Colin Jones. Colin Jones is a newer Patreon member, but super active. Um, really seems to know a lot about fantasy and dynasty in general. So how you doing tonight, Colin? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. Glad to be on. Right on. Right on. So um, I posted that we wanted a guest from our Patreon chat this week, and Colin um, stepped up right away. So um, I jumped at the chance to have him on. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Colin. Uh, when did you start? Uh, playing fantasy football oh i started playing fantasy football probably 20 years ago 20 years ago okay cool. uh nothing really serious up until about uh 10 12 years ago you know we uh we had a family league we ran for a while pretty competitive uh mm-hmm. redraft keeper and then when covid hit uh my brother moved across the country and he decided we took that year off from fantasy football because everybody was just so busy. And then, uh, and then that next year he decided he wasn't going to restart our league. So I had been t- I had been looking for a way to get into dynasty for a few years and okay. just hadn't found a way in yet. And then, so we started, uh, so we converted our home league into a, into a, uh, from a redraft into uh, into a dynasty league, and people seem to be really enjoying it. Cool. So is that last off season? That was last off season. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So you're fresh off your first season of dynasty. Fresh off my first season, first championship. Right on. Oh, really? And you <laughs> nice. won. Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Huge we're, bragging rights there. We're not sure how I won, but I did. <laughs> nice. Uh, so how did you find Dynasty Warzone? Uh, I found it on Spotify. I uh, okay. I was playing around looking for you know uh, just really anything, you know, looking to just get any any kind of more information I could. You know, information's king. And uh, you guys popped up. I started listening. You guys seemed pretty good. Uh, as soon as you said you had a pretty open and active group chat, that kind of was the. Uh, a straw that broke the camel's back, and I have to write on. Gotcha. Well, well, it's all it's all you know, nice and good coming from one of us about how good the group chat is. But you know, tell us your opinion in, on it. You've been in it for a little bit now, so. Oh, I think it's good. You know, I think you know. I'm glad. I'm glad. It kind of self monitors. You know, we don't have anybody just. You know, we don't really have any anybody who just trashes everybody. You know, we. Yeah, there are no trolls. Yeah, it's all conversation. We're all just trying to learn from each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's it's really good. It's really healthy. I think it's very informative. And yeah, that's exactly what I was looking for. Right on and inclusive. You know, I think this 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 is exactly what we try to do. You know, we're a little different than other networks that way. Um, That's how our our show our show started, because Chad and Mike and I were Patreon members. You know, and, um, you know, Memphis pulled me in just by doing a a contractor show with me and helping me with my first dynasty team. And then, you know, we've been in um, the Patreon for, I guess, two years now. Most of uh, all three of us, I think about two years. And we, um, you know, just from being included, just from Memphis and Jerry and Dallas and the whole gang just sort of including us um, and us having a couple of ideas on our own. The show was born and Memphis just offered it to us because, well, that's the kind of guy he is, just like I said, very inclusive. And that's why we like to have Patreon yeah. members on, kind of pick your brain. Um, you know, it also helps us from getting into sort of a group think or an industry kind of think, you know, to, to get fresh, uh, you know, fresh opinions and point of view. For sure. And, um, you know, speaking of Patreon members, shout out to Mike Kenny and uh, David Donaldson who were in the, in the chat this evening. Oh, Lord, David Donaldson's in, in chat. Well, it's the perfect time. For me to ask you, gentlemen, um, Colin, what are you drinking tonight? 
Oh, I'm not drinking anything tonight. Uh, Glass of water? Just got back off a flight. I'm kind of relaxing in. Got gotcha. really doing a whole heck of a lot right now. <laughs> How about you, Chad? Blue moon. Blue moon had a Blue hectic moon. day. So, yeah, settling down with the beer. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I have citrus squeezed truly. <laughs> and then we're going to move on to grapefruit. This is for, this is for David Donaldson. Mm. I know he loves that. <laughs> so... For those of you who don't know, David Donaldson is another one of our Patreon members. He is a wine um, distributor and sort of a, a liquor snob. He only drinks gin. And he gets <laughs> all because I like vodka <laughs> and I like hard seltzer. So, all right, truly time for time for you to sponsor Dynasty Warm Games once <laughs> and for all, or at least some, or at least somebody, some some alcohol sponsor us and send us all a bottle. Ooh, Mike Kenny says Huckleberry Lemonade Dry Fly Vodka. Mm, sounds delicious. Isn't bad. I've had it. Oh, really? It's okay. pretty good. Nah, it sounds too complicated for me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, so we are going to play a couple games tonight. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, I'm your game master. This is Dynasty War Games. So the first one is not going to be a scored game. It's just going to be sort of an exercise, and we're going to try and figure a couple things out. Um, and you'll you'll see what sort of the theme is here um, towards the end, uh, or maybe not even that long. All right. So the first <laughs> game is called "Who Would You?" I hope, I hope it doesn't take everybody yeah, to figure out what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, that's what this shit was about." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let me ask you this. Colin, who would you rather have in Dynasty? DK Metcalf or Hollywood Brown? That's hard because I'm not particularly high on either of them. Mm-hmm. This is not; these are not meant to be easy, by the way. Uh, give me Hollywood Brown. Okay. I don't know how much longer. Uh, you know, I don't know how much longer Hopkins is going to stay as that number one option there. Not really big on anybody else they have there. I'm not the biggest Kyler Murray fan, but they seem to be committed to him, which is a lot more than I can say about Seattle. Right. And DK, I didn't like him coming out of college. I didn't like the fit in Seattle. And now that he's got Drew Locke or Geno Smith throwing to him, I, I don't think he even approaches wide receiver two. Really? Yeah. I believe I, I I mean I believe that's possible. So you're saying he's like twenty five or later. Uh at least for this year. Uh next year, depending on who they draft, and I could see him climbing back up into that wide receiver two range, but I don't see him more than a middling wide receiver two, assuming they get a good quarterback, but I don't trust Seattle to draft a good quarterback. Okay. All right. Uh, Chad, TK Moore, Hollywood Brown. Chad Mendoza. Oh, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf. DK, I thought you were. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were saying DJ Moore. Um, <laughs> Did I say DJ Moore? DK you said Metcalf DK. Or... Mo- you said DK Moore. I was DK like... Metcalf. <laughs> Hollywood Brown. Sorry. That's it all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I'm taking Metcalf. Uh, okay. I, I do agree with Colin. I think that he's going to be a wide receiver too this this season. But uh, you know the talents there. Seattle is going to bring in a new a new quarterback eventually. Um, I think with any average quarterback, DK is the wide receiver that I want. I just think the talent level is on a different plane than what uh what Hollywood's on. You know, maybe Hollywood gets into that offense in Arizona, and um, especially with uh with the absentee of, of Hopkins there in the first, what, five or six weeks of the season. Um, maybe he sees a, a, a value spike there and you're able to sell him off. So maybe that complicates it a little bit more. Um, but, you know, if I'm just saying like in a vacuum, I'm, I'm probably taking DK. Okay. So you're not worried that there could be like a possible uh, value drop for DK for a year till they get till possibly get a quarterback next year? I mean, it, there possibly could be for sure. I mean, that's definitely in the range of uh, of outcomes. But I just think the talent level is is going to come through in the end. And if it was a guy that you know I thought was maybe an average talent, mm-hmm. and 
you know, the quarterback situation was a little iffy and I was worried about the value drop, I would probably be a little bit more apprehensive than, um, you know, waiting for the talent to come through with a, with a decent quarterback. Gotcha. Okay. So we got one vote for each and it looks like uh, Mike Kinney's going Hollywood. All right. So moving on to the next one, Chad, we'll ask you first DK Metcalf or I'm going to call this your first, whoever, whoever you like best out of the rookie wide receiver. So like Garrett Wilson or Drake London, or if you like someone else. Mm. Oh, that's tough. That's really tough. Mm -hmm. Like I said, these were not made to be easy. We want to really get some discussion. We want to figure out what DK is really worth here. I'd probably go. God, I don't, I don't know. Um, (laughs) I'd say it's pretty even. I say it's pretty even between three guys for me, but um, I would go, I would go one of the rookie wide receivers probably. Which one? Um, See, that's another hard question too. I don't. Yeah. It might not be either of these guys. It could be like Sky Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I'm just gonna take DK. I'm just gonna take DK. It'd make it easier. It, I think it's that close for me. It's like a coin toss. So okay, okay, yeah. If you can't pick one person for it to be, you know, then I guess it, it does need to be DK, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's my logic too. All right, cool, Colin. What do you think? <sighs> that's that's hard. <laughs> um, but. I think it's going to be one of the rookies. Uh, which one it is, that's where I'm a little torn. Uh, whether it's Tolbert or whether it's Olave. Oh, Tolbert. I really Tolbert. like mm-hmm. Tolbert. I really like really the fit in Dallas. I think him. I think he can step right into that Amari Cooper role and be better than Amari Cooper. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, um, so you think Cooper. so? You think he just he pushes Gallup aside pretty early then? I don't know if he pushes him aside really early, but I think I think by next year for sure. Well, I don't know that Gallup's going to be ready. Oh yeah, no, I don't think Gallup. I don't think Gallup's ready to start the season, yeah. and I think that helps Tolbert. But I think once Gallup becomes healthy, they're going to put Gallup back in. Yeah, you've you've got to think. I mean, with them, you know, keeping him there in Dallas, and and you know him being there for this many years already, that they're going to give him priority over over uh, Tolbert especially where Tolbert was drafted. But, yeah, I mean, if you like Tolbert that much, I mean. Yeah, I mean, for me, it comes down to for me, it comes down to three guys. I like Tolbert, I like Alave, and I like Mechie. I know Mechie's kind of an interesting guy to put in there, but I really like him. I really like the fit in Houston. Houston doesn't really have any receivers. Uh, and we've seen, we've seen historically what Houston can do with receivers when they don't have – Really, anybody? I don't think Cooks is long for Houston. I think Cooks no, is gone after this year, if not. Nico Collins. Well, yeah, way. Nico Collins, but I mean, is Nico Collins a number one? I don't know. I doubt it, but probably not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like Mechie a lot too. I think. Um, so what what are you willing? This is interesting because I think a lot of people have Tolbert and Mechie as late second round uh, wide receivers in the rookie class. Where where do you have those two? Uh, not not necessarily like because I know you have to kind of follow consensus because you don't want to take these guys in the first round and just throw away value, right? So you do want to wait on them a little bit, but like where do you have them ranked rather, not where you would actually take them in a rookie draft? Uh, talent-wise, I would go three, four, five with them. Wow. Okay. Nice. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Drake London, not a big fan of any of the quarterbacks. Uh, I really like the fit of all three of those guys. Uh, you know, I think New Orleans is a great fit for Alave. I'm not sure where he fits this year, but they potentially are losing. You know, they potentially have a big hole at receiver next year. Yeah, that he, that he would fill. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with Michael Thomas? I could see him moving on. Yeah, Michael Thomas, but I mean, even and not just Michael Thomas, but what about? Um, I'm spacing on his name right now. Uh, the guy that they send over from the Browns. Um, wide receiver? Yeah, the I wide receiver. Other, 
Other receivers are like uh, uh, Marquez Callaway. And Marcus Callaway, I don't think so. I think he's just a rotational guy. Right, and then they have uh, Dante. With the, uh, Deontay, they have a Deontay something or other. I forget his name. <laughs> oh man, this is really good podcasting right yeah, here. Yeah, fun stuff. <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, next. and also Landry. Yeah. Landry, that's the guy I was thinking of. Okay. I, you know, if Landry has a good year, I could see him moving on too, and you know that would move a lot yeah. of into that number one yeah. role. Yeah, I don't think Landry. I mean, even if Landry, Landry might not even have an impact this year, he could be. Oh, totally. He could be cooked. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's why I like those three guys. I like all their fits. I think all three of them have at least a serviceable quarterback that I can move forward with for a couple of years. Beautiful. See, this is what we're talking about. This is the fresh perspective that we were looking for. Um, in the chat, Mike Kinney says that Michael Thomas restructured his contract and he's there for the next two years. Okay, good to know. Well, his contract is for two years, but yeah. he might be done. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's true, too. He yeah. who knows what he's got left in him physically. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be an interesting case. Um, okay, yeah, who do you got next, Jesse? Uh, last one of this set. So, Colin, we'll go, we'll go to you, DK or DJ Moore. I guess give me DK here. Um, All right. Yeah, I mean, like I was talking about earlier in the, uh, I think I was talking about earlier in the chat. DJ Moore seems he yet no elite receiver has less than a sixty percent catch rate, and DJ mm-hmm. Moore has about a fifty-eight percent catch rate. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's never he's never been above uh, wide receiver two. Yeah, he's never he's played with uh, I believe four different quarterbacks in his four seasons. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean he's definitely played with a different quarterback every single season. I think it's been four. I think this is his fifth new quarterback. If he gets Baker, if Baker if Baker beats out you know <laughs> Sam Darnold, it's hard yeah. for me even to say with a straight face, right? You know? Like you know, do I think DJ Moore? I think DJ Moore gives you the safer every week play. But I think DK can give you league-winning weeks. Right. Yeah, I think there's going to be weeks where he gets you two, three touchdowns and 100 yards or something. Yeah, I guess it depends on the type of player, you know, type of dynasty player that you are. Do you do you want that floor? What you know, what what fits your team? Do you need the floor? Do you need the, the do you need the boom or bust? Chad, what do you think? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm going DK on that one. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I think DK for for all of these for for me so far. Okay, right on. Okay, so DK hasn't really fallen much for you, even though he's got a rough quarterback situation. I know he's fallen. He's fallen. He's fallen a bit. But I he's mean, still. Well, I mean, he, what I say, DK much, was in still, like top that top three, top four wide receiver range for a while. But he's still you know, a wide so. receiver one for you, right? It seems like he is because like you probably have Hollywood yeah. borderline wide receiver one. I don't. I guess I don't. No. No, I really? Yeah, no. What do you have? Where do you have him? I mean, I, I just, I don't see, I don't see how everybody's projecting that. You know, like it's, I get it. Like it's exciting having him in the offense with Kyler and the re, and, and him being reunited there. But what has he ever done to say he's should he deserves like top twelve value as far as like you know paying that up for him? Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, I, totally I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's nowhere near a lock, or is, I don't think it's probable. I think that it's now possible with Lamar. I don't think a wide receiver one season was real, really possible. I don't think that was where his ceiling was more like high end wide receiver two with a lot of boom bust. With this, yeah. I think he's got the possibility of being a top twelve wide receiver, but I don't think it's probable. It could happen. Yeah, no, I don't think it's probable he gets into the top 12. Uh, I think he's top 20 probably this year. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say that's a little bit of a safer bet for me. If, if you were to say, okay, put money on him being a, a top you know, 20, 24 dynasty wide receiver, I'd be like, okay, I'm pretty comfortable with that. But I, I don't see – I mean, I don't see top 12, uh, especially with Hopkins coming back. I mean, even, even if he does really well in those first five or six weeks mm-hmm. – um, 
I'm probably going to sell them high, especially if the value is is where your guys are saying it's it's at right now. Then oh, it should sure. be astronomical in season if he does really well those first five or six weeks. Oh yeah. yeah so he's going to be a pretty heavily, pretty heavily a, a sales candidate for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're selling him for yeah more than a oh, first. Yeah. You know, two firsts oh, yeah. maybe. I think if he does get into wide receiver one, it's going to be on the back of those first four, six weeks, whatever Hopkins ends up with. Yeah. And I think he just kind of rides wide receiver two the rest of the way through the season to maybe low end wide receiver one at the end of the year. When you look at his total numbers. Mm-hmm. All right. But, so we've got DK over DJ Moore, but Colin, you, you went DJ Moore over DK because of the consistency. No, I went DK. I went DK. On you went DK. Okay. All right, cool. So uh, following that trend, uh, Colin, DJ Moore or Michael Pittman. I like Michael Pittman, and like I voiced in the uh, like I voiced in the group chat today. I think Michael Pittman potentially could be potentially could be an alpha receiver if he ever gets a legitimate quarterback. And I think Matt Ryan could potentially get him into a top ten season this year, um, just based off of what he did with Julio Jones and what he was able to do with some of those other bigger bodied receivers. Okay, right on. Right on. I, uh, I to, well, I'm sorry, Chad. What do you think, DJ Moore or Michael Pittman? Yeah, I'm. Um, I guess it just depends on the on the. No, I'm. I'm gonna go Michael Pittman as well. I'm gonna go Michael yeah. Pittman as well. I, I, I like Michael Pittman a lot. I do think that he is, uh, you know, prime to have a breakout year this year. I, I really, really like the prospects of it, but I don't attribute that to the quarterback play as much as some others would. And Colin thinks as well. Um, I, I don't see Matt Ryan coming in and having a really, really great quarterback season, quarterback season as far as his wide receivers are concerned and production wise and, you know, far outpacing what Carson Wentz gave them last season because Carson Wentz gave them really good quarterback play throughout the year. It's just, you know, for an actual NFL quarterback, he didn't do it when he needed to do it, right? So, I mean, there's there's a difference there. But I, I think Matt Ryan's going to do very similar things. If you look at what uh, what Carson once provided, he was one of the best deep ball passers in the league last year. I think top 10. So, and and that serves Michael Pittman really well. Um, you know, I think Matt Ryan is is – going to be a little bit more accurate in those intermediate throws and and maybe provide a little bit of QB smarts there in that offense. But I think it's going to be personal growth on Michael Pittman's part that's going to set him apart. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I really like him as a, as a wide receiver, and I think he could be an alpha as well. So, Okay, right on. Yeah, I think he's uh, a little T. Higgins in him. Um, I, I don't really love uh, Matty Melt. You know, I mean, he's been yeah. – He's been done for a few years now. And I mean, Carson Wentz, you know, as much as I dog him, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't the worst quarterback in the league last year. So I, I mean, as far as production, he was good. Yeah. Like, right. That's the thing. Right. As far as, as far as, yeah, as far as fantasy goes, he was, he was fine. You know, he just let everybody in the world down when it matters. <laughs> that's what he does. That's more of an NFL thing than a fantasy thing. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I, so, I just so get this. As, so, Wentz was Wentz was um, Wentz was QB fourteen last season. Okay. Like, okay. do you see yeah, Matty Ice? Do you see Matty Ice? You know, no, nah. no, I don't. That? I like, I, he's he's mid to late teens in my opinion. Yeah. Like, no, I think but, that's stealing for Matt Ryan. For although me, it is yeah, an upgrade for it is an upgrade for Matt Ryan as well. I mean, he's got better weapons and a better coaching staff in with the Colts than he does. With you know, they did with the Falcons at least. Yeah, but yeah. we can't we can't forget what Cordell Patterson was giving him in that offense. I mean, he was getting a lot of That's really true. free production um, from do for doing nothing in that offense last year. Yeah. That's true, but I think he's got an upgrade in Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. I think both of them are better than Cordell Patterson. Yeah, but the difference is Taylor's not going to give him the production. Taylor's going to get his own production and going to help him in the offense. But Patterson was doing ridiculous things in the passing game for him last right. year. Yeah, yeah, it was like dump off, dump off kind of things, you know, short passes that he was he was breaking tackles and taking longer. Yeah, almost oh, wait, like no, a CMC kind of role there. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm really high on Hines this year. I think Hines, I think Hines could be a 
uh, low end wide receiver, uh, running back two, high end wide uh, running back three. If they, I mean, they're paying him a lot of money. His specialty is pass catching. Yeah, I mean, if you, check it down. If you can get him cheap, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely in the range of outcomes. I, I think interesting. That's interesting to say. Now, so he was good two years ago, and he was he fell off last year. And you know, I can tell you from watching Carson Wentz in Philadelphia for a long time, uh, he doesn't like he doesn't check down. He doesn't like to throw to running backs, and historically, he doesn't. So. You know, with a different quarterback, maybe Naheem Hines resurfaces. Yeah, it's, I mean, two years ago they had what? Not, Matt, uh, they had what? Philip Rivers two years ago? Yeah, right. Well, he, Rivers, yeah, Matt he had Ryan, no harm kind of and had to check down, yeah. So, yeah. All right, so you guys both took Pittman. So uh, moving to the next one, DJ Moore or TMC? Oh. That's – is it my – Chad yeah, uh, that's pretty easy for me. It's TMC all day. Um, I Even I don't know if put it's up similar production their entire careers. Yes, yeah, because right. I think McLaurin's a better player. Okay. Um, I think McLaurin's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Like, period. Wow. Uh, I'm not talking about dynasty players, right? Like, I'm not taking him in the first, second, or third round or something. He didn't but, really seem to take a step forward last year, though. In fact, I mean, I might if say you, he took a little step back. Like, but look at look at who he's playing with. Yeah, I hear you. You know, I mean, he's playing with one of the worst quarterback. <laughs> I mean, offense setups in the NFL. Period. You know, one of the worst quarterback set, setups for sure. And uh, I mean, what he's been able to do with Heineke and company has has been pretty outstanding for me. Uh, okay. I don't know if it's because I'm a Giants fan, and so I watch. And and that should let you know there's no bias here. I'm a Giants fan, right? Right. I can't stand the Redskins. I mean, the <laughs> football team. Um, or the commanders, what? commanders, <laughs> <damn> it. um, <laughs> it's right. We don't have to be politically correct. We can, next week it'll be something name. different. I want to call them the Daniel Snyders. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> oh that's man. Uh, that's almost worse. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's um, it matches their play. Uh, so anyways, <laughs> I have no, I have no bias towards McLaurin, but I watch him a lot because I watch every NFC East game. He's a very, very, very talented player who wins by himself. And even when he doesn't get the ball, he's winning. It's it's pretty, pretty ridiculous. Um, I think he's the best wide receiver in the NFC East, period. Um, and I think he's one of the best wide receivers in the NFC. So I, I, I would take him. I think with uh, if, if Carson Wentz is going to be able to go in there, even if he doesn't do it in crunch time, if he goes in there and he puts up QB 14, QB 15 numbers, you're going to see a resurgence from Terry McLaurin. Uh, like a lot of people were expecting this past season, and I think you see borderline wide receiver one numbers from him this year. I really, really like him in this offense. Okay. What do you think, Colin? Yeah, I'm really torn. I personally, like if I'm starting, if I'm starting an NFL team, I'm picking Terry. No questions, no questions at all. I think Terry's the better football player. But in fantasy football. I there are some concerns I have with him. His depth of target has gone up every year. His average air yards have gone up every year. He was fourth in the NFL with amongst receivers with a hundred yard with a hundred targets in in uh, air yards per per catch. That concerns me that it keeps going up. Are they? He's a pro. He's almost. He almost was as high as Justin Jefferson last year, as far this as air yards. Yeah. Well, yeah, doesn't that mean he's improving as a player? Well, uh, I'm talking air yards, not yards per catch. Pass, mm-hmm. uh, sure. Yeah, um, yeah. We were drunk out of my mind. Oh. My wife and I go back. Sorry I, about that. I kind of trust DJ Moore maybe a little bit more for fantasy because he's the only guy there. Mm-hmm. You know, who, who else Who else do I trust? Uh, Christian McCaffrey? No. Yeah. Well, if he's healthy. Well, if he's healthy, yeah, but I don't trust him to be healthy. Right. You know, whereas the Redskins went out and they drafted another receiver, Dotson. I kind of like Dotson. Yeah. You know, and yeah, Wentz. If Wentz can put up QB 14 numbers, yeah, I think Terry's going to have a really good year. But I have some concerns about him. I think, our, you know, his his average depth of target was almost was like half a yard short of Robbie Anderson. And all Robbie Anderson does is run go routes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that that's that's the narrative, I guess. But 
Uh, under Matt Rule, it definitely did change. Uh, Robbie Anderson, yeah. two years ago in his first year with the Panthers, um, actually ran a lot of different routes. And Shorter, oh, yeah. Shorter was a focal, focal point for a while. Um, in fact, I, I just didn't get it. Like, for the first half of the season, it seemed like they were focusing on Robbie Anderson instead of DJ Moore, which was weird. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I I like air yards, and I like depth of target. I think those are very telling stats that he can get open and get open deep. So, I, I mean, I think that speaks well. And that's – I mean, that's the thing with him. Like, you don't even need to look at the stats. I mean, he's one of those guys you just you just watch him and he passes the eye test. Like, he does everything. Like, there's yeah. not a thing oh, on the totally. field he can't do. I mean, he oh, – So, I just he's, – he's I think he just needs better players that. around him. And I think that Dotson being opposite of him is going to help him because they didn't have anybody to worry about other than McLaurin that, in that offense last year. I mean, it was – Right. It was – Logan Thomas hurt and no second receiver. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. It was just, you know, double cover McLaurin on every play. You know, move the safety over to McLaurin. Make sure that center backs – or that cornerbacks – I'm thinking soccer. That cornerbacks locked on um, McLaurin and, you know, call it a day and let them beat you with somebody else. And they did that every single week, at least in the NFC yeah. East. Oh, so, yeah. And like I said, if I'm starting a team, I want Terry over DJ Moore. But in fantasy, I want the guy who's – I want the guy who's the only guy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I would argue that DJ Moore has the better quarterback. I like Baker more than I like Wentz. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, um, I think Baker – I just think Baker has more upside. I really do. I think Baker has a better chance of being a, a solid QB, too, than Wentz does. Um, I mean, Wentz has pretty time. much outplayed him in Dynasty almost every single year. That's the, like, that's the thing. Browns. You know, it's, it's one of those things. Like, I, think, I, think you're, I think you're a bit biased because you've seen the player and you don't like him. And well, I mean, I don't think that, no, but, hold think on, that Wentz me, would have played me, with a torn labrum me, last hold on, year. But let me, and, and Baker but look, did. But, but Jesse, that's what I'm talking about. It's bias. Like we're not talking about I'm just what saying we that think about the player. Play. We're talking about the player in, in fantasy and what he provides for the players around him in fantasy. Right. And and thus far in their careers, Wentz has been far more effective in getting good play around uh with his surrounding cast than Baker Mayfield has. Far more effective. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Can you put up David Donaldson's question, please? <laughs> he says, hey, Jesse, who do you trust more for TMC, Wentz or Heineke? Wentz. I'm not going to I'm not gonna say something outrageous here. So I just kind of wanted to clear that up, that I, I don't hate Carson Wentz as a fantasy player. I just – have questions about whether he's going to finish the season as their starter or not because he does things to get himself benched and he's not a good locker room guy he's you know what i mean like i just don't know that he's going to be their starter all year i don't think tyler heineke is some amazing talent but i do think that he's a coach coach's darling type of player and that's why he got the job last year you know besides can i say the same thing about baker if, yeah, doubly if Carolina, so. yeah. If Carolina turns into a dumpster fire. Yeah, even if they're playing well, yeah, I could see them. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Absolutely, you're right. You're right. You're 100. Coaches may like. Coaches may not like Carson Wentz. Right, that's the narrative running around. But Carson Wentz has never had a wide receiver quit on him in the middle of the season and try to find a trade and tell you know players not to come play for him. That's uh, true. Play with well, him. Yeah, well, I mean, Alshon Jeffrey basically. You know, he went to he, he went to uh, Mina Kimes or whoever it was. On oh, ESPN. I mean, Alshon Jeffries cooked though. I mean, he's a, he's just a bad player. He was cooked at the time, but he still he still went to ESPN. And if he was if he wasn't cooked, that was him forcing his way. Baker, up. my point is, Baker makes players around him worse. Baker makes his wide receivers worse. And okay, I just I, I, I can't think- I can't argue that. I can't argue. No, I can't argue that. My only argument. I just have seen some flashes out of Baker that I think that he just has a lot of upside if he can screw his head on straight. We've seen we've seen so many flashes with Wentz. I mean, he was almost MVP in a season. (laughs) You know, wow, that was a long time ago before a lot of things happened. But yeah, you're you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. What's up, Gator Um, Jay? Popping one for you, buddy. I'm sorry. Go on. All right, so yeah, we're uh, we're done okay, with the game. So, That's it. No, no, no. We got one more. DJ Moore, Mike Williams, Colin. 
Give me Mike Williams. I I'm a big Herbert fan. I grew up in the Northwest. I got the chance to really watch uh, Herbert play in college, uh, and I really liked him coming out. I really liked uh, his fit in San Diego. I don't think anybody in that division plays defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I we saw last year that he can support two high end. Uh, wide receivers assuming Mike Williams can stay healthy and I think he's figured out what's going on and I think they figured out how to use him right um, I think he, I think he can take over for Keenan that. Allen this year and Keenan Allen can move more into that wide receiver two role on the team and I think Mike Williams I I think Mike Williams could potentially end up as the wide receiver one this year wow oof you heard it here first you know how much I love Mike Williams. But Ted, what do the you only think? the only way I think that happens is if he gets twelve to fourteen touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He's got. That's be in the only way. Spot. That's the only way he passes Chase or Jefferson. I don't think. He and he's got to catch a bunch of those long ones. Yeah, I don't think he passes them yardage wise, but I think he, I think he can get more touchdowns, and if he gets more touchdowns, I think he can be wide receiver one. All right. All right. So, Chad. Yeah, this is uh pretty easily for me, DJ Moore. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, what, two years younger. Um, I think he's just as good of a player. I think, you know, Mike Williams is probably in the in, in the in the better setup, but I don't know. I mean, I think DJ Moore just has more value right now and, and is more likely to hold value. If Mike Williams gets off to a slow start, I think people are ready to be done with him. I don't think anybody's, you know, clinching on to, uh, you know, their their past sentiments. Interesting point. So, all right. So from a value standpoint, I can see what you're saying where DJ Moore, people just love DJ Moore and his value is not likely to decrease this year, at least not by much. You know, if he keeps putting up a wide receiver two year, you know, 15 to 18, like he does, he's not going to go anywhere. Mike Williams, if he puts up a, you know, wide receiver 20 season, yeah, people are sick of him. Yeah. I think you're right. People are a little sick of him not being a wide receiver one. If they put it this way, wide, if they both if they both put up wide receiver 15 seasons or 16 seasons, DJ Moore's value is going to be astronomically higher than than uh, Mike. It Williams. will be higher, yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, if I'm if I'm building like in redraft, I like Mike Williams better. You know, I like Mike Williams better to score points this year. Yeah, but yeah, I can. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. You know, so. I mean, it's a great point. From a dynasty standpoint, yeah, DJ Moore is probably the better play. Uh, but, yeah, I love Mike Williams. Um, and I love having him on my team. I've, I've actually got him as my, you know, I've got him on the bench of a couple teams. I'm going to yeah. win championships. I'm sad. I really liked Mike Williams, and I sold all of my shares of him this, this season because the value was just so crazy on him. And I knew it was going to come back down eventually, which it has. But, yeah. um you know, it was one of those things where I had so many shares and now I have almost none. I think I have one left in P11. Uh, mm. So, yeah, kind of sad. I still, think I, I still think I have four or five of them, so. <clears throat> and, including my original share of him on my first Dynasty team. Nice. Yeah. And uh, Herbert. I got Herbert in that league too, one QDP. So, all right. So, I, I think we're going to, I think you guys realized that I was trying to figure out some residual effects of the, of the Baker trade, right? So, Trying to figure out, you know, did DK's value move because Baker's definitely not going there, you know, and and we're pretty, we're all pretty sure that Jimmy G isn't going there either, right? Because put it put it this way, this is this will tell you what I think of Baker. If Baker would have went to the Seahawks, Mm. I would have been more put off on DK than I am right now. Wow, because them not taking Baker tells me that they're more likely to take a quarterback this coming off season. If okay. Baker went in there and put up, um, you know, middling QB two numbers, and you know, you know how the media is with Baker, some they mm. they're going to talk him up because he's a you know a fascinating player and he gets all the media attention and everything like that. I just I, I wouldn't like the risk of him staying in that offense for another year past this year. Um, that would have right. that would have scared me a little bit, but right, I'm, so I'm excited. I know Drew Locke is going to suck, right? Like I know oh, he's going right. to suck enough for them to bring in another guy and be like, okay, we have to. Like we're forced. So that, yeah, 
So they're not t- they're not tanking. They're not tanking for Tua. They're sinking for Stroud. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right I I view Baker like I viewed Teddy Bridgewater a few years ago. Good enough to start in the league. Not gonna wow anybody. Gonna be oh the team that has him is always gonna be looking to replace him. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. All right, so I had another set of these, but I think we're good there. I think we should move on to who am I. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So this is going to be an actual game. We're going to score this, um, hopefully. Colin, and I'm rooting for you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Chad wins way too many games on the show. All right, so the premise of who am I is I have a player. Neither of you knows who he is. I'm going to read off a fact about that player. Um, if you know the answer, if you know who the player is, shout out your name and guess the player, right? I have five facts for the first player. So if you guess it after the first fact, it's five, second fact, four, and so on. If you get it wrong, it's minus one point. Hold on, hold on real quick. Let me, let me just throw this up. Brian Ford is in the chat and he says, uh, Baker in quotes, can't trust him to suck enough Mayfield. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly my thought. I love, I love that's that. Exactly <laughs> right. yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. All right. So, who am I? Gentlemen, are you ready? Ready? Yes. I thought that was rhetorical. <laughs> <laughs> I have never had less than a thousand re- receiving yards in a season. Okay. That's a lot of players, right? That includes college and high school. Oh, Ooh. okay. Okay. I have played in 122 out of 129 possible games. I am 28 years old. Chad. Chad. Oh, Go God, for it. Th- Never mind. I know this is wrong. Shit. Oh. Do I have to say it? Yeah, you, you buzzed in. Uh, maybe it's not. Uh, I'm just going to go for it. Uh, Stefan Diggs? Incorrect. Minus one point. Oh, Colin, do you have a guess before I move on? No. All right. I have one Super Bowl ring. All right. Last clue. I have only ever played for one team. Chad. <laughs> All right, Chad. Uh, I'll give you a okay. second guess because he didn't guess it either. The last two. Go for it. Mike Evans? Mike Evans is correct. So you're at zero. I thought Mike Evans, I thought Mike Evans was at 900 yards a couple of years ago. Nope, 1,001. Oh, okay. And he also has a 1,006-yard <laughs> season. But isn't that amazing, though, that Mike Evans has never had less than 1,000 yards in high school, college, or the pros? That is that is impressive. Pro. Yeah, man. <laughs> that is a that is just the Yeah, that just, is the picture of consistency for me. Oh yeah. The thousand yards thing threw me. I was like, I thought he had nine fifty that one year. Gator J got Let me just throw this way uh, before you guys, by the way. He gets four <laughs> points. Yeah, let me throw this out there. Uh guys, don't put it in the chat because we can see it. So I did I didn't see it. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't see it. But uh but we can see it. So yeah, I don't even have the chat up. So. <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> All right, so nothing, nothing. Chad got minus a point and gave himself uh, a point back. The only reason I got that was the Super Bowl ring, which makes it sad. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, what wide receivers around twenty eight that's won a Super Bowl? All right, all right. So next player, next player. I have had four top ten wide receiver seasons. That's in standard and PPR. I have had three top five wide receiver seasons in standard. I am 28 years old. Uh, Colin. Go ahead, Colin. Uh, Stefan Diggs. Incorrect. Minus one for Colin. Chad, do you have a guess here? Um, 
Tyreek. If you don't have a guess, it opens it back up. To Tyreek. I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna guess. Tyreek. That is correct. Three points for Chad. Uh, I was between Tyreek and, and Devontae Adams. I knew it was one of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he has. I have played in ninety out of ninety six possible games. I was traded and signed an extension this offseason. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that would have made it easy. Yeah. Right. Like I said, towards the end, you, you really need. To is Devonte Adams twenty eight? Um, I don't know. He's not on my list. I didn't look at him. I think he's twenty nine, actually. Okay. Because I think that would have worked with with uh, Devonte as well, right? All I think them. he's twenty nine. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I didn't look okay. at his numbers, so I don't. I don't know how many. But four top ten wide receivers seasons and three top five. Right. He's twenty eight years old. Devonte is twenty nine. Okay. So yeah. it's uh, three to nothing, Colin. Come on, man. <clears throat> All right, next player. I have had three top ten PPR wide receiver seasons. I have had four seasons not in the top forty. Four seasons not in the top forty. Mm. I am twenty eight years old. I have played in 100 out of 129 possible games. God, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this might be you for you, one for you, Colin. I have no idea well, who this is. Okay. I signed a free agent contract this offseason with a Super Bowl contender. With a Super Bowl contender? Wait, did you say contender? Chad. 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 Alan Robinson. Correct. Yes. Chad sweeps. <laughs> Who am I in the night? God damn it. Uh, yeah, all right. So this is a, just sort of a, a look at some 28-year-old wide receivers and um, what you get, right? So with, with Allen Robinson, you just get somebody that is wildly inconsistent from season to season. You don't know if he's going to be healthy, and you don't know if he's going to produce even if he is healthy. However... For the first time ever, he's got a real quarterback and a real offense, right? Except for maybe, I guess, his first season, you know? Um, And then you've got Mike Evans, who's the model of consistency. I don't understand why people don't just love him. He's only 28 years old, you know? And, you know, this this guy is guaranteeing you a, a, a wide receiver 10 to 13 season every year. Yeah. Right. And then you got Tyreek, who's just, um, you know, a little more boom than bust. Really, he's only missed six games in his career. Um, just started a little older than the other guys, right? So he, I think he's only got six seasons where the other guys have um, eight seasons. But four of his six are as a top ten wide receiver, and three of them are as a top five. Mm. So I think, like, you have a little more – a lot more elite value out of Tyreek, but definitely a little more bust because there's a couple of seasons where he wasn't in there. Um, but, you know, like I said, with Mike Mike Evans, you get just absolute consistency. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, I, you know, just I thought it was a little interesting um, just to kind of look at what you can get with some veteran wide receivers and what you have to give up. So, Let's look at it a little more, uh, a little more closely. So, um, let's say you're a contender. You need a wide receiver. What what would you give me for Mike Evans, Colin? Oh, I'd give you a first for Mike Evans. And so prob- you're 2023 first as a contender. So a late 2023 first. Uh, I mean, I would try and do a 2024, but if. Push came to shove. Yeah, I would do a 2023. I mean, I'm going to tell you to go pound sand up the Rio Grande if you try to give me a 24 first. For my <laughs> tell you that right now. That's, Even that's the 2023 general... first, I'm going to try to squeeze a little more out of you. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, and I'd be second. willing to throw in, you know, a couple of flyer guys like uh, Brian Edwards or, Ew. you know, guys that. Roster clogger, you mean? Well, a roster clogger, boom, bust, start throw. I'd, yeah, I'd rather have yeah, maybe if you had Russell Gage, it might interest. Or I, you know what? Throw in DJ Shark. 
to deal. Yeah, with. yeah, a guy like that, a guy who we all think is gonna, who people think is gonna be good. Right on. I'll Mike. tell you what, though, you're not, what do you you're not getting a, um, you're not getting a twenty three first for uh, Mike Evans right now. Really? Yeah. You're not. That's crazy. That makes him a buy then. Oh yeah, I I think part of the Evans issue is that he was in the same draft class as Sammy Watkins mm. and Odell. Both yeah, guys, that was a hell of a draft class. I remember it when they yeah. came Both out. Both guys who feel like they're significantly older than they are, don't they? Yeah. Well, see, yeah, because Sammy Watkins is done. He's cooked. Yeah, Sammy Watkins is done, and is Odell can... done? I think yeah, I think I Odell's know. gonna I think Odell's gonna be back and and play a, a decent role for somebody. I think the talent's still there, but yeah, Odell's um, a, an elite athlete. I, I mean, Sammy Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins was an elite athlete as well, but he just lost it fast, you know. And you oh can yeah. See it. Whereas yeah. Obel, Odell, I I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen him lose what he had yet. Yeah, I mean, if I if I was if I was selling Mike Evans. I think the sweet spot of of getting good value for him, but also, uh, you know, maybe saying, okay, let me be realistic about what I'm able to get in this climate is probably a 24 first and 23 second. I think that's okay. about what you're looking for. You okay. Know, for my I might right do now. that. Yeah. I, I think that, that's a decent I probably compromise. Want something more back than just Mike Evans. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would say most people that would be the case. But I think that's that's pretty much you know around the most you're gonna be you're gonna be able to push and say you have a right. possibility of getting that deal done. What if I threw in like a Gerald Everett, like a backup tight end that you might be able to use as a flex? A couple. Times. I don't like Gerald Everett. Okay. Um, he doesn't like you. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably doesn't. <laughs> you know, I've had Gerald he Everett on my team a couple of different times, expecting. Yeah expecting good yeah. and uh, he has never lasted the season on my roster <laughs> right right yeah i mean i can see that he's, he's definitely been high expectation low production kind of guy so uh dave donaldson thinks he dave, <laughs> sammy sammy watkins does has have week one in him. that's true he is gonna have 100 yards and two touchdowns week one yeah I even yeah. he plays anymore. yeah like wasn't uh what was the other one that was in that class? There was another one. Kelvin Benjamin. Cal uh, Kelvin Benjamin, that's right. Yeah. Wow. I was like, there was another there was another top wide receiver prospect. I couldn't remember who it was. But yeah, uh, I, I think he deserved that, me not remembering, because yeah, I don't think he wants to remember. He's out of league. Uh, or is he still trying to be a tight end somewhere? No, I think sure. he's done. I think no. he's out of the league. All right, cool. but, Good. I mean, like, yeah, so I think that plays into the I think people think Mike Evans is older. All right, Mike so Evans came in I think I think people are also scared of of what the prospects of that quarterback situation are going to be like past yeah. this season. Does, because Tom Brady's does, gone, right? We know it. He's yeah. gone after this year. Um, so even if he plays exceedingly well like he did last season, which is not a given, I think most people are just assuming he's going to have an All Star year this year. But that's Who, not. Yeah, that's not a lock. Uh, I, mean, I, 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 I. <laughs> I don't know. It's as much of a lock. I mean, age catches ever. everyone. Age catches everyone. It I, I mean, last that's a, year. Has it didn't had... last year. It didn't last year, and it didn't year He's before that. He's the one that, player. It didn't willing... the year before that. I, I'm not saying I'm don't give him the benefit say. of the doubt, but I'm just saying it's not 100 percent certain. Right? I mean, age catches he... everybody. It could be this year. I hear you. Know. You know, I, I said that with Adrian Peterson too, and age caught him. Yeah, so. that's true. I mean, you know, the Raiders did win with did win a Super Bowl with like a. 50-year-old quarterback one year, though. So yeah. I, I could see Brady sticking around for a while. Let me tell you. Uh, I, I think if, th- if he didn't sign that media deal, I'd be I'd be on the same page with you. But with that with that contract he signed, he's he's done. He's done. Um, well, who was it? Fox he signed with? Um, Something like sure. that. He got a boatload of money. Yeah, like, I mean, a crazy amount of money. And, you know, I'm not too worried about Mike Evans after after Brady retires because – Because you love contracts. <laughs> he had what five years of he had five years of um uh Jameis. Jay yeah what, yeah Jameis mm-hmm. and Jameis we all know I mean he, I, I, I mean I wouldn't say I I wouldn't say that that would be something that I would you know put in the favor of Mike Evans. Jameis was a hell of a fantasy quarterback. 
I mean, I'm telling he, you, he, he, he was a, a terrible strong, NFL quarterback. Strong but... downfield arm and would let it rip. Oh, yeah. He did not care. You know, I mean, little, I think a little bit of fits in him. I would be more worried about a better quarterback that was safer in that offense than I would mm-hmm. Jameis going back to that offense and throwing, you know, 20 picks and 30 touchdowns. So, I mean, that's – I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think with Kyle Trask in that, in that offense, I'd be worried. Ew, if they go out and get a quarterback, do, you never know, man. The, they keep they keep coming out with these articles saying how much Kyle Trask is, is improving and how good yeah. he looks. And I know it's a, possi- it's a possibility, though. Um, if, if, uh, they'll, if they'll, they, find some, they'll be enough quarterbacks bouncing around. That they'll find there'll be enough there. quarterbacks available next year between Baker – and Jimmy Garoppolo, I could see Carson Wentz becoming available again. <laughs> uh, God, uh, Kirk Cousins yeah, potentially yeah, is available. Those, yeah, there's going to be a lot. That of would be that around. would be a really really good move for Tampa, in my opinion, if they went out and got Kirk Cousins. Goff, yeah, yeah, Cousins <laughs> I'm kidding. Would be a good fit there. I think I think Kirk would be a, a really good fit there. And I could see them moving on. I could see Minnesota moving on from Kirk after this year, too. Yeah. His cap hit is just not equaling. I mean, you've not changed coaches. You, you know, if this doesn't work out and he doesn't get better on the field, fantasy-wise, he's, he is who he is. But if he doesn't get better on the field, real NFL games, I could see him being out of Minnesota this year. Here's my here's my crazy hot take call, right? I would say um to Tampa. Oh shoot, I lost my thought. <laughs> fascinating, uh, Jesse. Yeah, fascinating. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's gonna be a lot of quarterbacks floating around. I, I agree with you. It's just gonna depend on if how they feel about Trask and how they feel about the rookie class. Oh, um, I remember what I was gonna say. Derek Carr gets traded to Tampa. And uh, uh, the Raiders t- trade for Jimmy G. Oh, no. No, don't yeah, tell me my Raiders are getting Jimmy Garoppolo. There no. The, Ra- no. The Raiders. No. Because that's, cause, cause that's uh, Josh's boy. He drafted him. Oh. <laughs> There's my hot take. Oh. All right. So, uh, you know, we are at a tight. 58 minutes at the moment. I think it's a good time to wrap this up. What do you gentlemen think? I completely agree. Right on. Right on. Yeah, Colin, thank you so much for joining us. This was this was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it getting a different perspective because Chad and I argue about the same shit every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, anytime you want me on, I'm more than happy to come back on. Okay, awesome. Yeah, we're much definitely appreciated. Gonna yeah, we're definitely gonna have you back on. That that's a guaranteed. <laughs> Chad. So disappointed that you won. <laughs> Another win. Keep them coming, Another man. Win. Keep them coming. So, uh, you got anything to plug? Do you remember your Twitter handle this week? Uh, I think I wrote it down in my yes at dwz underscore chad. Got it. Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. And I think Mike's is something like uh, at dwz Mike. I don't think there's an underscore. And I'm just at dwz underscore war games stop plugging mike if he if he doesn't want to show up then he doesn't deserve a plug well yeah i guess that's the thing like if you're not on the podcast you don't talk about that person you know because you know i low-key took a little trip to uh cancun mexico and chad mike did a podcast and it was like i was never born no i had this i had this eloquent like (laughs) i had this eloquent uh you know homage to jesse planned out and then my, yeah. my Bluetooth headphones died in the middle of our intro. And so I'm like panicking to like find my plug-in headphones to plug in. And I can't hear what Mike is saying or if he's like cutting me off. Yeah, it was a mess. But uh, but we survived it. I think Jesse Jesse heard it and he was like, were you scared? Like, what is going on? Yeah, here? yeah. He sounded nervous. I was like, Chad, you've done – we've been doing this for a year and a half, man. What are you nervous about? Like, it was – I didn't understand what was going on. Just having a mild freak out about some head head issues. But yeah. <laughs> right on. Right on. So a little peek behind the curtain. All right. So Colin, man, I, I really appreciate you joining us here and joining us in the Dynasty Warzone Patreon chat. Uh, just so you know, because I know that you're a lot of that chat right now, <laughs> you and a couple of the other new guys. 
it it gets crazy. It'll get to the point where you know it's two hundred you know two hundred messages a day, or you'll go to work and come home, and it'll take you all night to catch up. It's just the dead the dead zone right now, right? As oh, soon yeah. as the trading camps open, trust me, we are we are sick to generate individuals, and that chat gets full. Yeah, no, there's a reason I did all my trades uh, during the dead zone. Right on. I found I can get more value. Okay, right on. Yeah, <laughs> this is the time to trade for veterans. That for, that's for sure. Once points be, start getting scored, people realize, oh yeah, I, I need players, right? So not just draft picks. <laughs> yeah. So, um, have you joined the Patreon league yet? No, no, I have not. All right. So between me and Neil, who is sort of our, he's sort of the the father of all of our Patreon leagues. He oversees everything between the two of us we'll definitely get you in one at least one of those leagues sounds good all right cool all right guys so thanks for joining us and that is it for this week we will be back next week i have not a clue what we'll be doing but we'll definitely be having fun chad you want to take us out (laughs) scramble scramble